All right, Seattle hockey fans, I'm still in a little bit of pain. It's a Monday. I, you might have seen Unlocked on Kraken on social. I tried to get the Monday blues away by visiting the NHL store, but I'm still kind of jacked about this game. I'm still kind of pissed about this game. And you know what? There's something that one of the Winnipeg Jets said after their 3-2 overtime win over our Seattle Kraken that really sent me over the edge. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making us a part of your daily listening schedule. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. You might have caught my post-game reaction. If not, here's what I had to say after the 3-2 overtime loss to the Winnipeg Jets. It could all be so simple, but you rather make it hard. Erica L. Ayala here coming to you after the Seattle Kraken fall to the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 in overtime. We had this one in the bag until the Winnipeg Jets score in the last three seconds of regulation on their seventh, seventh power play opportunity. That was a bad penalty by Carson Soucy. Everly took a pretty bad one as well. The discipline. We need more discipline. This was a tough pill to swallow. There were so many things going right about this game. We'll talk about those on Monday's show. But for now, for tonight, ooh, boys, we got to do better. Let's clean it up and finish out the homestand. Let's get to 500 at Climate Pledge Arena. Seven power play opportunities. Seven power play opportunities. That's what we gave Winnipeg. And I want to take you over, actually, to natural stat trick. I don't always understand data graphs, but I'm pretty sure if ever there was a Seattle Kraken game or I could use one of these data visualizations, this is the one. This is natural stat trick. Look, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to zoom in for you just, you know, so we can talk about it. It's a game flow. It's a game flow chart. Look at all of this above the board for us. We were plus either even or above the board, meaning that we were handling business. We were, if not dominating, dominating might be strong in this visualization, but we were controlling the pace of the game right up until this back end of the game. Then things start to get out of control. And we're going to talk about a few reasons why that might be. Again, this is natural stat trick. <sighs> this was a great performance by Martin Jones. Great performance by Martin Jones. And we blew it. We blew it. Um, wasted a performance is what Dave Haxel had to say. Let's take you over to a few of his comments immediately following this game. And oh yeah, 
We're going to get into the penalties, as I mentioned in my Locked On Now. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, for me, it's about the third period. You know, we, we put ourselves in a position to win a game, and, um, you know, three minor penalties are probably the, you know, the, the thing that stands out the most when, when you do that during the third period, right down to, you know, uh, the last uh, 30 seconds. That's, uh, that's a tough way to close out a hockey game. Take eight penalties overall in this game. Just how, how much is that? Yeah, I reset. That's that's too many. That's too many. Boy, we uh, we wasted a good performance there. Uh, you know, he was uh, his performance was good enough to uh, to get two points. So, you know, um, love to you know unpackage and you know take on our part of things, right? Giving up the tying goal with with a few seconds to go. Um, you know, on a you know on a bad penalty. So that's what Dave Haxel had to say, really talking about discipline, being undisciplined with the penalties. That penalty by Carson Soucy is the one everyone's talking about, but he's not the only one. Overall, the Seattle Kraken, <laughs> I mean, gave the Winnipeg Jets seven power play opportunities, took eight penalties overall, but... Um, there was a bad penalty that Jordan Everly also took in the waning minutes of the third period. Let's hear what Ebbs had to say after the game. It's, yeah, that stinks. I mean, it's, it's just seven penalties and, and, uh, and myself included, just not understanding the situation and, and that hurts. It's just when you have the game and you, and you're, and, uh, you know, obviously Jonesy's played well back there. You give, just keep giving them opportunities. Um, yeah, that hurts. It's those are never um, those are never ones that you you know they're tough to tough to get over. So again, <laughs> Carson Soucy, bad, and I mean bad penalty that he takes. But Everly talks about his penalty and also some of the others. Let's go to uh, the game overview here. I just want you to see, like, the scoring recap, sure. But the penalties, look at here we go. <laughs> First penalty we get, too many men on the ice, which is also coincidentally too many men. The podcast that Allison Lucan, our very own Allison Lucan co-hosts, if you don't listen to it, go check it out. I've been a guest on Too Many Men. Then you have, in the second period, two back-to-back -back penalties, five around the six-minute mark, around the 10-30 mark, and then Will Borgen for roughing against Blake Wheeler. This game was just kind of out of control. The, then Carson Soucy, <laughs> on a penalty on Mason Appleton, former Seattle Kraken. Like, how often can you say that? I just think that's hilarious. Ah, okay. You have the Schwartz tripping, but the hooking penalty comes at the 16.39 point. Jordan, you got to know better than that. Game management is what Dave Haxel talked about. And then, of course, on Pierre-Luc Dubois, Carson Soucy, and I'll probably talk about it a little bit later on the show, but worth watching Emerald City Hockey post-game live. They talked a lot about Carson Soucy, and, you know, I liked what Dylan was saying. I liked how Dylan, and, you know, again, Dave Haxtell alluded to this, Jordan Everly alluded to this, but what Dylan was saying on that post-game live, early in the post-game live, is that, <laughs> listen, 
he talked about the, the history of hockey and fighting in hockey. You know how I hate that if you listen to the show. I'm not into hockey fights. I think they're kind of silly. But, um, you know, Dylan made some interesting points, but talked about how this was a different situation. And Carson Susie should know better. Lots of conversation on that post game, as there is on Kraken Twitter, on whether he should be punished. Now, it has come out. He has been fined. So it's 2500 I believe, uh, is the fine. We got that a little bit earlier in the day. So the NHL has fined Carson Soucy. Will Dave Haxtell do something extra to punish Carson Soucy? Is he going to take him out of the lineup? Bag skates was an option. Some people saying trade him. It was a bad penalty. It was a really bad penalty. And, again, something that Dylan from Emerald City Hockey said, which we know to be true, not to mention that Justin Schultz, I don't know if he's got one of his mitts, is working properly, but we're down defensemen. And so situationally, just as we wanted Carson Susie to have better awareness of the situation, the Seattle Kraken also have to have awareness of the situation. And exactly what is that situation? Well, you already heard Dave Haxel talk about it. In this last game, they blew a good start, a good performance by their goalie. They were undisciplined. And so now what does that mean? I told you last week we're going to focus on three numbers, five, two, and two. Fifth overall in the league during our winning streak. Second in the conference. Second in in the division, you best believe those numbers dipped. And also, <laughs> you know, we got some of the audio from what Winnipeg had to say after this game. Yeah, there's something that Winnipeg said that really ticked me off, but maybe not in the way you think. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked on Kraken listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50-50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. Here's why people love it. Uh, you can get 24-7 professional monitoring agents that use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you will get priority response. The 24-7 professional monitoring system costs less than a dollar a day and less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust the system settings. So don't miss the chance to save big on the only security system we here at the Locked On Network recommend. You can get 50, 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. As always, Seattle hockey fans, thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us a part of your daily routine. Again, we are your daily Seattle Kraken podcast. Forgive me for missing Friday. It was my mom's, well, technically today is my mom's birthday. Happy birthday to mom. I love you. Nida de los Santos. Um, however, we celebrated on Saturday. So had to get some things ready for mom's birthday, but we are here for you daily to talk about the Seattle Kraken. 
And you heard my post-game reactions, but did you know that another way to find reactions, not just from the NHL channel, but from around the sports, the sports industry, is by listening to Locked On Sports Today. Of course, you listen to Locked On Kraken first, then go ahead and listen to Locked On Sports Today from games that matter. Oh my goodness, even I caught a little bit of that Minnesota-Buffalo game. I was actually at the U.S. Women's National Team game, which you should also check out. But the biggest stories, the biggest insights, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts in only a way that the Locked On Network can do. Locked On Sports Today, available, of course, wherever you're listening or watching right now. Of course, that includes YouTube and wherever else you may get your podcasts. It's not an easy way to say this, folks. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fired up. I'm pretty fired up. We talked about Susie's penalty. Obviously, that was bad. We heard from Eberly. He knows and acknowledges his penalty was bad. But a lot of people also talking about three-on-three. Three. <laughs> I mean, between social media and, again, Emerald City Hockey live stream, a lot of people wondering, well, are we any good at three-on-three? Three? Statistically speaking, no. But also, we don't ever practice. Now, as I understand it, it was mentioned in the scrum post-game. I guess today is a CBA-regulated day off, so the Seattle Kraken at the earliest will hit the ice tomorrow, Tuesday. But we don't practice. Or we have optional skates. This is when you have to put in the work, fam. You heard Jordan Everly talk about it, and I'll link to the full, I, I really do think, you should listen to what Ebbs is saying. Because what he's talking about, to use his name, there are ebbs and flows to a hockey season. You don't know when your chance for the playoffs is on the line. I loved that he said that. I loved that he said that. So we went from fifth overall in the league, second in the conference, second in the division, to ninth overall in the league, fifth overall in the conference, third, hello, fingers, third overall in the division. That's not bad, not terrible, but we don't want to start sliding too much. This was a winnable game for the Seattle Kraken. This is a game where Martin Jones played well, even when the Seattle Kraken spent almost an entire period alone in the penalty box. <laughs> I mean, Martin Jones did everything he could. Here's what he had to say post-game. Yeah, disappointing, obviously. Um, yeah, disappointing, you know, when you lose it late like that. But, um, you know, we got to be uh, a little bit better. We got to stay out of the box more, and, and uh, we probably turned too many bucks over. and. Um, you know, point is probably what we deserved tonight. He said it. We probably deserved one point. No more than one point. They're lucky they got one point at all. It was brutal. Anyway, I talked about three on three because open ice, a lot of people also talking about Andre Burakovsky not taking a shot, kind of stick handling. I didn't like that choice. I didn't like that choice. It was, it's three on three hockey. See, he had three people, of course, including the, the netminder, the goaltender for Winnipeg. He had three people in front of him. That likely means that one of your teammates is open 
in open ice. If you draw the, so shield your body and make a pass. No, gets the puck stripped, Bob's your uncle, game over. But here's another thing. And again, Emerald City Hockey, Dylan talked about this. I, I haven't caught up with the whole stream, so I, I apologize if RJ talked about this too. But something that I noted when I was doing my recap, and I didn't put this in the cap yesterday, but we got to shoot the puck! You know, listen, I don't go full Eddie Olchek very often and say, Seattle, shoot the puck. I know he got on Maddie Veneers about that. Again, Dylan talked about that. But let me just, uh, I just want to offer this to you. I want to offer this to you. I was looking at shots on goal. Shots on goal. Everly had six shots on goal. No other member of the Seattle Kraken had more than two shots on goal besides Everly. Six shots on goal. Tan have had two shots. Burakovsky, two shots. And then you only had one, two, three, four, five other people. Five other players with one shot on goal. Shoot the puck. 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 Shoot it. I mean, you know, if we take a look at these shooting charts, <laughs> what is the point even from natural stat trick? I mean, where where are we taking who is who is shooting? Who where are they, where are these shots coming from? Look at that sad little blob. And then look, what's this one all the way up here? Hold on. What's this one all the way up here? Why? 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 Come on. We can do better than this. It's not even a particularly hot map. The hottest part is maybe the uh, red eye, the red eye glare. But this, 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 no. Shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. You know, it, that was disappointing. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I said in the now that there were some good things in this game. And there were. Martin Jones was one of them. You just heard from him. But uh, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's talk about some some odds. Bet Online has some odds for us regarding Stanley Cup chances. Speaking of Bet Online, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer, esports, and of course, ice hockey. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you, Bet Online. Speaking of Bet Online, let's start with some odds that Bet Online sent to us. Got it in my email. Thank you, Jimmy. So playoff odds for the Seattle Kraken. I'm going to read these out to you. We're at a plus 115 for yes, that we will make the playoffs at this point in time. So today is, I should know the dates, my mom's birthday, November 14th. Thank you very much. Plus 115 that the Seattle Kraken do make the playoffs. Uh, minus 145 that they don't make the playoffs. Just so you know, uh, the opening odds were plus 325 and uh, minus 450 
So plus 325 for yes, the Seattle Kraken would make the playoffs. Minus 450, no. The current odds have the Seattle Kraken at a 46.5% chance of making the playoffs. I will tell you, though, if we give a small sample size of the last two games, we have a lot of work to do. You know, I talked about it last week. We were looking at the schedule. We know we have Winnipeg. We've got the Rangers. We played Minnesota. We talked about the games we needed to win. Minnesota was one of them, in my opinion. Winnipeg Jets, I think, is another one. We could have gotten this game. Oh, if we take a look um, at the standings again, where do we see, you know, Winnipeg is about a 500 team. We got to win these games, folks. We got to win these games. And so it was, it, this was a tough one. Not to mention Winnipeg was on a back-to-back. Winnipeg on a back-to-back. But they fought through it. And you know what? I told you there was a comment that burnt my grits. I'm going to play it for you. This is audio. So you'll see a picture, an image of this player from the Winnipeg Jets saying something that really, it just really, it got to me. And maybe not in the way you think, but I'm going to play it for you. And I want you to hear what I, and then we'll talk about it. All right. Mark Shifley burned my grits, burned my grits, ticked me off with that comment. And not because he's wrong, but because he's right. He's absolutely right. The Seattle Kraken gave them an opportunity to make them pay or to make us pay. We gave, hello, platter, there you go. We gave them an opportunity to make us pay for our silly mistakes. Carson Soucy, Eberly, just overall this game. And I get it. Bad play. Again, I got to give credit to Dylan. I don't know that I could say it any better than he did in that post-game recap, so I'm not even going to try. Just go listen to it. Link in the bio. That's hockey, baby. These things are going to happen. But again, it's what Everly said. It's what Haxtell said. We played that earlier in the episode. You have to have situational awareness. Didn't have it. That's discipline. And it's not one of our young bucks. Carson, you got to know better than that. To hear another team know. <laughs> and, and, you know, listening to the audio also from Winnipeg just burnt my jets and burnt, burnt my jets, burnt, burnt my grits in general because neither team had any understanding of what was happening. Dave Haxel actually gave, you should listen to the whole thing, link in the show notes. You can watch it on Locked on Kraken on YouTube. <laughs> Dave Haxel does not emote very much, was asked about officiating. And went to give a pretty general answer, but then kind of slid into his real feelings about what the crap was going on in this game. That's the piece that we can fix. The rest of it, uh, I am I'm a little confused at uh, how that whole sequence happened and why the play was blown down when it was if both guys weren't going to the box. But um, again, that's, you know, that's not... Uh, that's uh, nothing that I control, so... I get it. It was wild. It was wild. High sticks, missed. Penalties, missed. JT Brown was like, oh, that was 100%. 100% got him. You know, he's down on the ice. Things are getting missed. But you know what? That happens. 
you know what can happen? Is you take a, a penalty when you're leading by one goal in the last 30 seconds of the game, and then you give up a power play goal with three seconds left on the clock. That is heartbreaking for Martin Jones, for Schultz that put his body on the line. Yanni, <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow because I, I, I could go on and I will tomorrow. Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanith. Oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. I could cry. I could cry. I'm taking off my glasses. I could cry. I'm so freaking proud. I'm so proud of the way they played in the third period. I'm so proud. I'm I'm so freaking proud. And it's heartbreaking that I don't get to talk about that today because I have to talk about the news. And the news is Carson Susie and even Everly. You know I love you more than my luggage. But you know that was a silly penalty. That's what I got to talk about on a Monday. I can't talk about a Seattle Kraken win. I can't talk about a Martin Jones performance. I got to talk about penalties. Hard I'm heartbroken. I got so sad. I knew it was on the rundown. It's on my notes right here. And I just got sad all over again. I'm heartbroken. So we'll talk about it tomorrow. Off day for the guys. We can get into it. The knit and the grit. But how many times? This is what? The third week in a row I've been telling you that Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev are playing their hearts out. for the Seattle Kraken squad. We'll hear from Turbo tomorrow. I saved it for you for Turbo Tuesday. I saved it for you. We're going to talk about Turbo. We're going to talk about Yanni Gord. And then what needs to change? I, I'm going to try. We'll see how it works out, assuming there is a, an actual practice and that it's not optional. I'm going to try and wait to get you a few extra little nugs little nuggets from uh, some quotes and stuff. Oh, man. That was a tough loss. Is it the end of the world? No. No. But just like earlier in the season, I'm going to give it to you straight talk. This was not a good performance for our guys. Could have won this game. I believe we should have won this game, and we let it slip through our fingers. It could all be so simple, but you'd rather make it hard. I will be singing Lauren Hill until our next game, which isn't until Thursday. Holy cannoli. They're playing, uh, I guess they're my hometown team. Yeah, yeah, because I'm from one of the five boroughs. I'm not from Long Island. I'm not from New Jersey. I'm definitely not from Buffalo. So, yeah, there you go. The Rangers are my hometown team. I never was a Rangers fan personally. I have worked with the Rangers on multiple occasions, and my sister, who got me into hockey, was at one time a Rangers fan. I think she's a little bit, uh, she's like hockey agnostic. She just enjoys the hockey. I, I respect that. Anyway, that's our next game, folks. We got some time. So I'm going to praise Turbo on a Tuesday. 
because I think that's what we should do. I'm so excited here to drink. I've got my kombucha. I love kombucha. I know not, it's not everyone's jam. It's my jam, though. Anyway, we're going to talk about Turbo, Turbo tomorrow. Turbo on a Tuesday. Brandon Tanev, Yanni Gord, some of the good things. Maddie Beneers. We're going to talk about Maddie Beneers. I want to see a little bit more from Maddie. You know I love the kid. I want to see a little bit more. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken. If you're not following me on social media, go ahead and do that. I took a trip to the NHL store. I'm home for my mom's birthday. We celebrated on Saturday. I'm going to still see her today on her actual birthday. And I got to go to the NHL store. I was I was in the area for some meetings and uh, some fun little things. Of course, I looked at only the Seattle Kraken stuff. So check out on social media. And I'll also put a longer video up on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Kraken. Uh, we are on Twitter or on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube and I post some of the stuff on TikTok as well. Until tomorrow, Turbo Tuesday, hold fast and stay true. We got to hold fast. We got to stay true and detox, detox your feelings. That was not a good one. It wasn't a good one. None of us feel good about that. We cleanse and we move on. We've got some time. I really hope we have practice. I will talk to you. Hold fast, stay true, be kind to yourselves and to each other. If anyone else, you have a birthday out there, happy birthday. You celebrate this, the same birthday with someone who means so much to me, my mother, who, if for not my mom, on so many levels, I would not be here, literally. So happy birthday to you or your mom or your friend or whoever. Anyone born on November 14th, I think you're amazing. Hold fast, stay true. We'll be back tomorrow for Turbo Tuesday. Peace.